Friends, is Andy coming to you live from uh, East Lake Village. That's what the picture is behind us, <laughs> or behind me, behind us. I'm used to having my wife on the other broadcast. Um, uh, just finished a game uh, with the El Dorado freshman football team, and they um, another big win. I think it was I don't know 45 or something like that to, to six. Um, another big win from El Dorado. The football team seem to be going doing pretty well. Freshman JV and uh, senior or seniors varsity team won last week, and uh, we're hoping for some big wins today. Uh, so congratulations to uh, the El Dorado Golden Hawks. That is where my two teenagers go. Um, all right, so we're going to be talking about uh, the need to finally rid our schools of uh, teachers unions, um, and it this has been known for a very long time. And regardless of what you're hearing from a few teachers, I wouldn't even, it's not the majority of teachers. There's a few teachers that will show up at the school board meetings and supporting, supporting the teachers unions. But I have to tell you that uh, what's interesting, and I mentioned this yesterday on the show, that is that you'll have teachers go up and talk about how miserable their jobs are and that it's the hardest job on the planet being a teacher here in Placentia, Yorba Unified School District. Now, I would understand if they were teachers in, say, Chicago or Baltimore, or, um, you know, East LA or something like that, then I would say, you know, it probably is pretty hard because, um, you know, it's just going to be more difficult in those areas where they have such a high crime rate that uh, it can be difficult even in the classroom. But here in Placentia, Yorba Linda Unified School District, um, as I've said before, and I will continue to say, it is one of the better districts in California, I am sure. Probably, it, it definitely is not the best, but it is one of the better ones. Uh, we were able to get CRT banned, and we have um, two and a half um, uh, what would be considered conservative uh, school board members and that kind of thing. And whether you're a liberal or not, you should be happy that we do, uh, because what we want to do is bring education back to the schools. We've, we've slipped away from education, and I have the proof, uh, and you've probably heard about it yourself, but I'm going to make sure that you do know about it. Uh, but uh, the only people we really have to blame are um, the uh, the school board members that were on previous to the ones we got elected just a couple years ago, uh, the district superintendents and the teachers unions. That's it. Um, because they hire the teachers that uh, may or may not be doing the job. We have a number of teachers uh, and probably the majority of teachers at Placentia Urban Unified School District who want to do a great job and really are fantastic teachers. But we have sprinkled in there uh, some teachers that just are not uh, pulling their weight and probably should have never been hired. Uh, the one like that got up on the in the podium and said how difficult her job was and that it's miserable and horrible. And then she supported the teachers unions. <laughs> that makes no sense. Um, but um, there is a way to opt out of the teachers union. So if you happen to be a teacher watching this, I know teachers do watch these broadcasts because I've been told and I've heard. Uh, and my name gets mentioned at the teachers unions uh, meetings on from time to time. Uh, but I'm uh, there is a way to opt out in the description. If you're watching on Facebook, um, uh, LinkedIn, YouTube or Rumble, 
in the description, you will see one of the links in there uh, that you can click on. It's, it's opt out today. I think it's called opt out today. I'm pretty sure. Don't type that in. Look for the link and, and type it in. Or you can do a Google search for opt out today, uh, which I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. And you will be able to opt out. I tested it myself. You put in your name and the school district and a bunch of information that it requests. It then will give you a, um, a PDF version um, that you can either print out or email uh, to the teachers union and to the school district. Um, I'm not sure of all the steps. I should have actually have it up, but uh, I have something else, uh, you know, sharing my screen right now, so I can't bring it up. But uh, go there. It's very simple. Uh, and then they, what they do is they end up mailing you a letter, which is interesting. I got it in the mail the other day, uh, and you can take that printed version, which has, um, you know, letterhead from the organization that allows you to opt out of your teachers union. And you can do it. So um, look for that link. If you know any teachers um, that, uh, you know, feel the same way, that their uh, job is the most difficult job on the planet, that they don't get any support from the teacher unions, they don't get, um, you know, uh, paid what they think they should pay, then they should opt out of that teacher's union. If you're not getting, if you, if you have to get up on a podium and talk about how miserable your job is as a teacher, then why are you with the teacher's union? They're obviously not doing anything for you. They're more interested in, raising money and giving it to a political party than they are caring about what it is that's happening with you as a teacher. And then uh, obviously do not care about the kids because what I'm about to read to you is um, uh, from the uh, teachers union. It is caused by the teachers union. And uh, so I'm clicking all over the place here trying to find the page <laughs> that I had that I brought up. Hold on. I got to find it. I have way too many pages uh, up here on the screen. Hold on. Where did it go? I just put it up there. One second. There it is. All right. So in Forbes today, there's an article. Uh, this is written by Christopher Rim, who's a contributor for education, uh, for Forbes in the education um, section of this particular magazine or newspaper. It's dated September 1st, 2022. And I'm trying to get more information. As the CEO of Command Education, I write about emotionally intelligent leadership and education that's what christopher rim that's a contributor from forbes magazine so uh, i'm not gonna read the whole article uh, to you but this is um uh, a sample set of 14,809 year old students from the winter of 2020 to uh winter of 2022 really <laughs> okay um the results oh, okay i see the results demonstrate the immense impact of the pandemic okay don't get all caught up that it's the pandemic. The pandemic didn't cause the lack of education between the uh, uh, the winter of 2020 and the winter of 2022. The pandemic then, it was the decisions that were made and forced upon our schools by the teachers unions. Just remember that. So you, you don't blame it on the pandemic. That, you know, typically liberals want to blame other people. It's other people's fault. It's somebody else that's holding them back. It's somebody else's fault. But they want to blame the pandemic when, in fact, it's the teachers union. As a matter of fact, I'm going to play a video uh, after I get done showing the not the presentation, but a few slides that I have up um, about why this is important. But um, but again, they want to blame the pandemic, at least in this article they do. Um, the report saw a five point decrease in average reading scores and the most significant decrease in the last in the last 30 years. In the last 30 years, it's the lowest, it's the biggest decrease in the last 30 years and an unprecedented seven-point decrease in math scores. In addition, the report found that students in the bottom 10th percentile saw even sharper <clears throat> decreases. 
uh, exacerbating gaps in performance between higher and lower scoring students. So already here in the United States, we're something like 25th in the world, or we were. Uh, I'm sure that we are now probably somewhere in the area of about 30 or 35 uh, in, in um, education compared to other countries of the world, which is just crazy, right? We're supposed to be um, the greatest country on the planet. And here we are, uh, at least prior to this, I remember that it was at 25. And again, now with these new stats coming out, I'm sure that we slipped even lower in regard to education in the world. And there, there, again, I'm gonna tell you once again, we have nobody else to blame but teachers unions, the school board members that you, you elect, we elect, that I have elected or failed to elect uh, over the last 30 or 40 years, and the district superintendents who all come from education that are being educated in these, these woke universities and colleges, and they've gotten away from education and gotten more into um, issues of wokeness and, and have stopped educating our kids. It is time to get back to education. That's really the most important thing. And as we move forward um, into the elections coming up and the, the reason why I created this show called Vote PYL Vote is that I want you to realize how important it is that you get out and vote for new school board members, not the ones that are currently on, that are still on, that have been there since the 1980s. We have two members and... They've been on since at least one or two, both the, the school board members that are currently on there since they were in kindergarten. And these two need to be voted out. They have done obviously a horrible job. Our, our children at Placentia Yorbalinda Unified School Districts are below average in reading and mathematics and other uh, uh, important subjects in school. Um, they've had to lower the, uh, the graduation standards and lower the grading standards so that more children can get up to a place as far as ranking and if, so they could actually graduate. And I know there's you know, people out there that say, well, in that case, my stupid kid can, uh, would be able to graduate. That, that is the wrong, obviously the wrong way to look at things. The standard needs to be top. We need to be pushing kids to be more educated. We need to be pushing kids to be higher educated so when they leave the school that they can actually go to university uh, a good university, not any of the, the, the woke universities and the, the limits, you know, down to maybe two or three colleges in the, in the United States. But um, there's still a few out there. But um, if, say, they don't go to university, which I, I, I highly recommend that many kids do not go to university, that they, they, they come uh, into, a, um, uh, into some type of trade. Uh, or um, some type of job where they can uh, get educated within that job. Uh, the military uh, was another one of those places you go, but even that right now is not a safe place to go. Um, but so we're going to have to bring up our education in high school, uh, at, well, elementary school, junior high, and high school, so that when they leave high school, at least they have the education to read, count, write, uh, history, uh, language arts, and then be able to um, you know, take on a meaningful role in the community in a job. And why is that? Well, I'm going to share with you why that's important right now. Um, and these are just a few slides. I actually reduced it down. Uh, but here are uh, some slides from a presentation that I give um, here. And I'm only going to give you a part of it. Obviously, you can see there on the left, there's a lot more slides. But um, the impact of poor education creates poor leaders, obviously creates woke educators, again, obviously, normalizes crime and lack of morals, of course, 
uh, because you're going to blame everybody else for your problems. You're going to cheat. You're going to steal. You're going to you're going to get out loan. You're going to get loans and you're not going to pay them back. It normalizes crime and lack of morals. That's really uh, the reason why we see what's happening now in our world is because of a lack of education. It encourages me. It encourages mediocrity where people just say, you know, I don't need to work that hard. I don't need to show up on time. I want to leave early. I don't feel good. So I'm not going to show up to work. I'm going to sleep in. I'm going to, as soon as I get home from anything that I do, I'm going to go in my room and go to sleep because why? Because I'm mediocre and I have no desire to be more than mediocre. Uh, it allows for the graduation of the uneducated. We see that happening now. There's, there's kids are actually going into university or going to colleges that cannot read or do math. Um, starves children of life skills and starves children of coping skills. Absolutely. Um, that is uh, exactly what happens. And there's more. Again, I, I'm only sharing with you a few of uh, the, the slides that are on this presentation. Uh, another thing that we have to worry about is that according to the Department of Justice, who we really don't trust that much anymore, but back when they actually had some good stuff in there, um, the Department just says academic failure is linked to delinquency, violence, and crime. More than 70% of American prison inmates cannot read at a fourth grade level. That is currently what we are pushing out of our schools right now, even the Placentia Yorbalin Unified School District. A low literacy, literacy rate makes it less likely that an individual vote or participate in civic activities. That's what they're hoping for. That is exactly why they're doing what it is they're doing to our education system. Um, a, low illiteracy, uh, um, a low literacy rate, sorry, rate is associated with a lower level of employment opportunities and outcomes. In consequence, they are often dependent on welfare, which again, they love. They love when you become dependent on welfare. That is really their goal. Um, they have low self-esteem and are more likely to commit crimes. An estimated $1 billion is lost to the global economy every year due to illiteracy. Um, just, again, just some of the things that are important for you to remember as we are going into the, the voting booth. Go to the voting booth. Don't mail in your ballot. Don't hand it to somebody to turn in for you. Go to the library here over at the Yorba Linda Library and vote. Or if you're in Placentia or Brea, you're going to go to a, um, a, a polling location and you're going to go in there and vote. Don't take it for granted that you're going to put your ballot, unless it's Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills, which uh, accepts ballots. They accept them from Orange County, San Bernardino County, Riverside County, and L.A. County. Uh, did I say Orange County? I hope so. Uh, is that you can go to Calvary Chapuccino Hills and hand yours in to somebody and they will make sure that it gets to the proper place. That's the only place that I would trust or go to a, uh, a polling location and actually go in there and push the buttons or click the things, whatever it is that you do at a polling place. Do not go to uh, Cook Park over there and mail in your ballot at that big gigantic mailbox. Do not do that. All right. Go and turn it in and make sure that it, it gets in. Um, I'm going to play a video here. I'm going to take the screen down and I'm going to bring up uh, a, a video. This is Dr. Nicole uh, Safe uh, Sapphire. Sorry, I just have to find it here. There we go. And, and she does a great job of, oh man, I got to refresh this page. Hold on. Uh, she does a great job of of explaining exactly what it is I'm talking about. And she actually probably does a much better job. So I want to bring her in here and listen to what she has to say. And then I'm going to finish up this broadcast. But so important to understand, again, that this is not this lack of education, this drop in education and performance in our schools is not from the pandemic. Now, the pandemic was a, a part of it, which caused and, and gave it gave 
teachers unions. It gave um, uh, uh, liberal um, uh, school board school boards and uh, district superintendents a reason to shut down the schools and to um, uh, mask our kids and to cause chaos in our schools. They thought they were going to gain something from this, but all they gained is angry parents and it exposed their incompetence and it has caused us to wake up. They thought they were going to achieve something else and they were sadly mistaken. But listen to what uh, Dr. Sapphire has to say in this clip from uh, uh, Fox uh, earlier today. Here we go. Hold on, my bad. For some reason, now the volume decided that it doesn't want to work. Hold on. Why is it not working? Let me try oh, it. Wait, there we go. Oh, All right. Here we go. Let's try this again. Here it comes. You had some very brave teachers that came forward saying, you know, virtual learning is not working for kids, especially those who have learning difficulties. And yet, even as we entered early 2022, you still had some schools with kids virtual learning, despite all the data that came out showing that it wasn't working, but you had teachers unions still pushing for it. You had a Biden administration and the CDC who was supporting their right to keep them closed down. And now here we go. And we see the aftermath. You have fourth grade students who are not doing well with reading and math. These are fundamental to their development. They were in the second and third grade throughout the course of the yep. pandemic. That is when you get the basics of your education. We have done a massive disservice to this entire population yep. and it will take years to recover. Years to recover, that's what she says. And I believe her uh, and she is absolutely right. It's gonna take years to recover, but we need to be involved. Uh, Stephanie says, yes, I hire a reading tutor for my seven-year-old daughter to help with the learning loss from kinder. Yeah, it, it, I mean, it, this is, again, once again, the parents were there from day one uh, for the most part. I know I was, and we brought in a lot of other parents. Uh, I remember when I showed up for the first time, there was nobody there. I was like, where's everybody? Where are all the parents? I thought parents would show up, and I thought maybe I was the only one who wasn't showing up at school boards. But I learned very quickly that the, the school board, the current, uh, the two that are left um, from the, you know, probably school board members that have been there for decades, um, really enjoyed the fact that parents were never showing up at school board meetings because they were able to pass through stuff. They were able to, to do things and, and, and not care about the education of our kids for a very, very long time. Now, recently, in the last two or three years, they've had to pretend that they care and act like uh, they're doing something when, in fact, what we've been able to do is expose their incompetence and show that nothing has been happening over the last several years. And again, probably the last several decades, and now what it is that you need to do as a parent that's watching this, and I know this is, a, I, 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 I've created this vote, PYL vote to be more than just about schools. And I know I talk a lot about schools, but really this is where it starts. If we don't have educated human beings coming out of these public schools uh, of elementary school, junior high, and then high school, if we don't have educated human beings coming out in our community, 
are, are simply our communities are going to die and they're going to become, um, uh, 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 you know, voters and community members that depend, become dependent on the government to take care of them. And, and it's just nonsense that you can even, even imagine saying, you know what, you know, it's okay that they lower the scores because it's more likely that my kid will be able to graduate. No, you need to bring these scores up. You need to teach them how to work hard. You need to teach them how to, how to uh, put in the effort to become more educated, to, to graduate with the ability to read, write, count, and how to think and process, how to critically think through things. It is really shocking sometimes when I, when I ask kids to, you know, to answer a question or work through something and they, they struggle with the process of thinking through a problem. How do they critically think to do something? Uh, and it's just, I'm, I sit there and I just, I'm confounded and just like, what do you, what do you mean you can't figure out that you need to do this and need to do that and then you can, uh, you know, create this or do this and it will, it will work. Uh, the 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 the, uh, the first thought always is to ask for help, ask for questions. Is it wrong to ask for help or ask for questions? No, but I just I could have never done that when I was a kid. My parents number one would never. They said figure it out. <laughs> there there was never a time where they said okay, let me hold you by the hand. Let me you know I mean simple things like uh, you know I, I'm trying to figure out something like how to do wash or how to do the dishwasher, what have you. I, I can't think of anything uh, right now. How to mow the lawn. I mean, I was mowing the lawn when I was like five or six years old. And I would, by seven or eight, I was already mowing the lawn of my neighbors and making money. By the time I was 10, I was mowing about 10 lawns um, a week or somewhere around there. Maybe it was a month. I'm trying to remember how long. But there were, there were a number of lawns that I was mowing down the street. We didn't have gardeners running around uh, necessarily mowing people's lawns. But already by that age, I knew how to problem solve if my lawnmower didn't operate, you know, besides it being out of gas. But I was replacing, um, uh, you know, whatever it was that needed to be replaced from a spark plug to a cable because it wasn't, the cable wasn't working, uh, replacing the rope that you pulled to get it started. If that didn't work, then I didn't go and wind up my dad. Hey, I need another power mower. We had the push mower that you push. It was, it was the only motor was me pushing it across. Pushing across it. And, um, and it was, it was never that, Hey dad, this isn't working. So can you give me a new, no, he says, well, what do we have that you can use for now? Like he wouldn't even probably say that. He was just look at me and go, don't be an idiot. Find some way, other way of doing it. You see? And so um, today it, it's, uh, you know, I'm looked at sometimes probably as mean because I tell my kids, I don't, I don't know, figure it out. I'm not, I'm not here to hold your hand. You need to critically think how to work through something and make it work and fix it. You know, the littler the kid, the more that I'm, I'm willing to help. But uh, as they get older, I will look at them like, you've got to be kidding me that you can't figure this out. You need to figure it out. And the re one of the reasons this is we're in this predicament that we're in is because you it used to be handled at school, right? We used to have auto shop and metal shop. And I know they have woodworking, that kind of stuff over at El Dorado, but we had a lot more hands-on things. I, I was sharing with my son, he was talking about the Loja game that's coming up tomorrow night over at El Dorado. And he says that he needs a, um, a Hawaiian shirt. And I said, you know what? I can give you my Hawaiian shirt that I sewed when I was in high school. It's in one of my boxes in the storage unit. And he goes, you sewed a Hawaiian shirt? I go, yeah, we did it like in my sophomore year. <laughs> we had sewing in, and I don't know if they have sewing. I don't, I've not heard of it, but we had sewing, we had cooking, we had wood shop, we had auto shop, we had a uh, metal shop, we had all the things. And we learned sometimes, you know, they would help us out. And other times they would say, you know, you need to figure out how you're going to make that thing. 
whatever it is you want to make. And we've lost that in our school. Sorry, I mean, didn't mean to go on a tangent there. But really, the critical thinking aspect of being able to do something to, to, to figure stuff out has really, truly been lost, I think. And I think that's really what needs to happen. Char says, uh, what is interesting to me is how easy it was to control so many people using fear. Absolutely. Fear is a, an extremely um, um, uh, valuable thing for um, people on the left that uh, at any time they could, and that's what they're doing right now with conservatives, right? They're trying to tell, uh, tell uh, the world that parents are terrorists. Um, and if they can create fear around the parents that are coming in wanting to go back to education and say, now that we're terrorists because we want our kids to be educated, some people will believe it. And they will come and they will fight back wearing their masks because they, out of fear, they were able to get them to wear masks that don't work. They would get them to get the vaccine that doesn't work. As we know, it doesn't work. Um, and, and that all was fear. And Shar, you're right. It is amazing that they were able to do that. But they know over the years that that has always been the one thing that works, that if they can create fear around something, there's a large number of people, uneducated people that don't critically think and don't know how to look things up and research things on their own. I'm going to get to that in one second before I, before I leave here, is that they or they were hoping that well, they'll have more of these kids that grew up in an age where they don't know how to figure things out or look things up or research or contact people and actually find out what the truth is. They're counting on people that out of fear, they'll just trust whatever it is they're told, regardless of the, um, the background of the person that's telling them. Uh, and they just begin to they just begin to believe it because out of fear, they're, they're frozen and just say, wow, this person told me that parents are terrorists. Just like they told the, you know, they told the world that cops kill uh, black men every day by the thousands. And there are kids that I know 100% because my, my uh, son has a friend who actually believed this and his parent, his dad is a cop. He believed that his dad goes out there and kills black people every week and he believed it. And, uh, and so it's, it's shocking that, that it is able, they're able to do that, but it, they, they have been able to do that for several years now. And we really saw it over the last couple of years. One last thing, because I, you know, we get hit back all the time and they'll say, oh, the parents are doing their own research. And what they seem to forget that our, our, our experience just isn't being parents. Uh, I know Char and, and, and Stephanie and, I, and a lot of other friends that I know from the, the community and that are friends of mine on Facebook that are extremely bright people that have come from, um, uh, you know, some type of um, uh, industry where critically thinking is extremely important for them. So just speaking for myself, being a law enforcement officer for 21 years, I was a detective. Um, I uh, have trained police dogs and canines in narcotics and, and, and um, explosives and uh, bed bug detection, which is not law enforcement really, but I trained a lot of dogs for that. I've written scientific papers. I'm a co-author on a scientific paper on scent detection. Um, I started a, uh, I was also a private investigator once I left the police department and got my license. And, and then I also started a security company with foreign employees. And right now I'm considered a, um, a court recognized expert for the last 30 years. And I, and I investigate law enforcement officers and law enforcement agencies uh, on a nearly a daily basis. That is my job is to research and investigate and, and look through videos and police reports and search warrants and determine um, the uh, whether or not a law enforcement officer or the, a law enforcement agency has done the right thing in relationship to um, arresting somebody or convicting somebody. That's what I do every day. 
my wife is, has a history of working for uh, four different uh, presidential administrations in Washington, D.C. She's a, a contractor for the FBI for a, a, a couple decades. Um, and she's an attorney, went to USC and UCLA. And so, and the reason I'm telling you that, because it's so important, because sometimes, um, and uh, not sometimes, often, somebody will say, you know, you know, oh, you do your own research. Yes. <laughs> the answer is yes. My wife is one of the most incredible um, uh, investigators that I know of. Um, and then again, I have a history. That's my, my, my life for the last 40 years has been an investigator and a, an instructor and a teacher. And, and so, yes, we can take information. We can research information, look at uh, medical um, uh, records. And again, I, I wrote a scientific paper with other professors at UC Davis. And we, I'm a co-author on a, on a scientific paper that was peer-reviewed. And, and I'm only, again, I want to make, I'm not telling you this because I want you to think anything fantastic. I'm telling you this because I am not the only one. All the other parents that have been in there for the last couple of years that have been telling you all, um, uh, school board members who are watching this, district superintendents are watching this. The one thing you may know is about how to get a job as a superintendent and, and run a school, which is fantastic. Great job. Or you have a job as a teacher doing math. And that's what you know. And there's nothing wrong with that. As long as you're learn, using it to educate the people, the parents that are coming to you, we are attorneys, we are accountants, we are law enforcement agent officers, we are um, FBI investigators, terrorist investigators. My wife created the systems that are, were used after 9-11 to capture terrorists across the world. She is the person who was writing these things for as a contractor for the FBI. So yes, the parents have skills and information and you can put us down all you want. But when we go up there and speak and say, what do they know? They did their own research. What do they know? Well, I'm telling you that we have, we bring a lot of information, a lot of knowledge as a community and the parents that are coming that we've been telling you that the shutdown of the schools was wrong and unnecessary. We were telling you that the masks were wrong and unnecessary and causing children to be suicidal, to, to um, reduce the ability for them to, to be educated uh, from a Zoom, um, uh, a Zoom call or Zoom classes, that all these things were harming our children. And we were telling you, we did do the research. We did look at the medical science. We did look at the research being done from other countries. Why? Because that many of us have that skill of doing it. You obviously did not. We gave you the information. We sent you the information and you ignored our emails. You ignored the research that we did. And I asked for the research. I asked for your research, school board member who's watching this, um, superintendent who's watching this. Um, Orange County Board of Supervisors watching this. Again, I know that you watch them because people tell me that you do. And I've, I've heard them say that they watch them. And you gave me nothing. You gave none of us parents anything. You never gave us the research you were using that supported your position of shutting down our schools and masking our kids and forcing vaccines on them. You gave us nothing that showed or supported your position. There was nothing ever that you were able to produce and still won't be able to do that. You also were the same people that said, get the vaccine and you won't get COVID. That was wrong too. I was told that personally. Get your kids vaccinated so they won't get COVID. You all have COVID now, don't you? 
Y'all have it. All of you that got vaccinated twice and uh, got boosted twice, all of you got it. And it, and I, I just want to make sure and share that, that I know that you love to put us down because we say that we did the research, that we looked into these things. And you you say, what do parents know? The parents are some, some of the most educated, most um, um, able-bodied people that you could ever imagine that are in this community. We don't live in a community of stupid people. Look at the look at the community we live in. How is it possible that we could live here and know nothing at the same time? Impossible. All right, I just wanted to share that and get that off my chest. All right, we need to end the the, our, the relationship with uh, Apple uh, Teachers uh, Union that actually shows up at the school board meeting. They need to be moved out of that uh, that school board. Um, they should not have a table in there because they uh, that is not for them. The school board is not for them. It is for parents and the school board members and the superintendents to determine how we're going to educate our kids. That is not what the teacher union does. The teacher's union is there for the teachers. And they're obviously doing a horrible job with the teachers because the teachers are miserable, according to the teacher that spoke at the podium last week. So they, they obviously are not doing a job. They shouldn't be there because this isn't for them and they need to be moved out and should not be there. And teachers should be opting out. All the articles that I use, the, the um, video that uh, Dr. Sapphire speaking is, uh, the link is in the description and the opt out form that teachers can use to opt out of being in the teachers union is also in the description. Make sure and send that to your teachers so they can opt out of the teachers union and uh, get our teachers out of the union, get Apple out of our school board meetings and um, essentially just, just abolish um, the teachers unions in our school district and all the other school districts for that matter. But uh, right now we can only worry about uh, PYLUSD. Uh, Karen says, almost everyone I know that's been vaxxed has gotten COVID, some more than once. Absolutely. Uh, remember when they told us that you wouldn't get it. All right, my friends, that is all. I appreciate you watching. Make sure and share uh, uh, this uh, broadcast wherever you're watching. If you're watching on Facebook, uh, uh, LinkedIn, YouTube, or Rumble, um, you can share whatever uh, platform you, you like to watch and um, make sure other people see it. You can tag them in the comments, just put their name in there. And if they're friends of yours, they'll, they'll be tagged uh, for this thing and uh, encourage them to also subscribe to the Vote PYL Vote uh, Facebook page so we can build up uh, the viewers there. All right, my friends, I love you guys. God bless. And I will see you on the next one. Take care. Talk to you later. Bye.